So, welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming News. This is episode 12, or, oh wait, yeah, this is episode 12 of our <laughs> gaming news podcast. I'm Thor, and I'm with you today with... Fat Gamer Jeff. Tommy Crook. And Sasquatch Senpai. So today uh, we have quite a few topics that we're going to get through. It's kind of that great season where we're starting to see a lot of stuff come out. And of course, you know, normally we'd see a lot going on this time early August. Um, but now so even more because we didn't have E3 this year. And so there's just a lot of stuff coming out of the woodworks. So that kind of segues us into our first topic, which is discussing PS4 accessories on the PS5. <laughs> it's not really surprising so i think the biggest thing that came out of this and people are i have aggravated i i don't know i don't know what's um, unless i'm missing something or like i got smacked in the head on a misremembering things there's no precedent for this but people are so pissed that the ps4 remote won't work for ps5 games it'll work on the ps5 for the ps4 titles that are backwards compatible but they have no guarantee that it'll work on ps5 games they say to check with the manufacturer and people are in an uproar and when has this ever been a precedent when have we ever been able to use past gen remotes for current gen games has that ever been a thing on playstation it's a good question but Not i mean i kind of get it as a I mean, $50 controller, but still, it's 60. a new console. Yeah. Whatever, bro. You know what I mean. I don't see the precedent <laughs> for it. I, I would get it if people were pissed if, like, you've always been able to do that. But, like, we've – that's never been a thing. So yeah, It's only been, like, a Nintendo thing where you can take your GameCube controllers and use Right, that's exactly what that. I was just thinking, GameCube yeah, on the Wii. You can't do that with Xbox, as far as I know, either. So I don't know where um, – I no. think – this I think the current to next gen Xbox work just because there's no difference in the controllers, mm -hmm. um, their functionality or anything. I think the Series X is going to come with a. It's going to have a controller that has like bottom side buttons, like you mm -hmm. can uh, you can buy those fancy scuff controllers or the attachments yeah. you can add on. Mm -hmm. I think that's about the only difference. But those are just like extra access to like A and B or something. So. Yeah. Bro, yeah. imagine spending over a hundred dollars on the Xbox Elite controller and it not work on the Series X. <laughs> I mean, actually, we don't even know if it's going to work on the Series. X. I they know, anything, right? man, I'd be pissed. Yeah, that's why I never. Have they, have they said anything about that? Has uh -uh. Microsoft touched on that at all? I don't know okay. anything about the Microsoft stuff. I don't really pay attention to Microsoft that much. Um, a there's, there's there's a lot of other uh, accessories that are going to be compatible that they listed though um and i mean i think it's neat just that they're, they're still going to work for the um the ps4 games that are going to be on ps5 because again there's no precedent right. for that either i don't think so and that might kind of be necessary because some of them have a special functionality with the uh the touchpad so mm -hmm. right so, um, anything else? Anyone else have any notes on the uh, accessories announcement? What the headsets will work going forward? Yeah, right? I don't. The, the headsets and they, they list. There's a whole list of them, but I think the the main heated debate was over the the controllers. That was what everyone was freaking out over. Yeah, Somebody, it's just somebody's just looking to be pissed about something. That's yeah. Right. That's one of those like yeah. getting pissed to be for the sake of getting pissed things. I the feel better about. It the controller the uh 
PS5 controller. I had my reservations because it looked a lot bulkier. Um, and it, it looked like it wouldn't be as ergonomic as they had been. But after looking at some of the reviews that leaked out of people that were using them and side by side with the PS4 remote, it actually seems like it'll be quite a bit of an enhancement. And I, you know, I was playing Legend of Dragoon and using my old PS3 remote. I'm remembering like how much smaller the difference was just between PS3 and PS4 remotes and how much I prefer the PS4 remote. So I'm excited to try out the, the DualSense and see how it works out, really. Kind of over the hatred towards it. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I think I'm willing to give it a shot. I think my initial shock has worn off. Yeah, it does look a lot different. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy the haptic feedback on the triggers. It's a really nice functionality that uh, yeah. Microsoft controllers have, or I think the Steam controllers have it as well. Yeah, I can't even remember the uh, the difference between the PS3 and 4 because there were so many years in between of having both. A it's a bar. huge PS- difference. Yeah, my PS3 yeah, bad. <laughs> but that <laughs> made a, that's a huge difference, especially in like how it feels in your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My so. PS3 broke down years ago, and then it wasn't like two or three years later that I got a finally got a PS4. Mm-hmm. So I honestly still use my PS3 for Blu-ray. It still works fine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. My daughter has the PS4, so... I was going to ask if you're like me and don't have a PS4, but not if you have one. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's in her room, so... <laughs> so, uh, free games on Twitch. You want to uh, take away this one, Jeff? We're going to start trying to mix this in with the PlayStation ones, because as we know, we get free uh, Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime games as well. Yep, so I'm just going to run down uh, the list real quick. Uh, the article was uh, posted on August 4th. Uh, and it gives a, a pretty extensive, there's about 23 games uh, that are free right now with Twitch Prime. <clears throat> uh, let me see, it says Treachery and Beatdown City, Blazing Chrome, Chroma Squad, uh, Squad excuse me, Warsaw, uh, Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys have played that one yet. I don't, I don't, I don't even play the original. And the original is like, what, from ni- 1993 or something? Oh, it's dumb and fantastic. I know, I know. But, I'm assuming but, this is a game I should play. Yeah, it's like a, you're Shaquille O'Neal in a side-scroller beat-em-up. I don't know how you don't oh, want to play this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't play the original, but uh, I heard that the, the, the remake is, is pretty fun. Regardless. Um... Uh, it says here bonus free games. You have Vane, uh, Dungeon Rushers, Neurovoider, and Dead in Vinland. I haven't played any of the ones I've mentioned so far. Vinland and... sounds like it's gonna be Vikingy, Vikingy. Vikingy. I like that word. I'm gonna use it. Vikingy. Vikingin? What? Okay. <laughs> uh, and then there's another list that says uh, free SNK games. You have Art of Fighting Two. Uh, Baseball Stars 2, Blazing Star, Fatal Fury Special, Ironclad, The King of Fighters 2000 and 2002, uh, King of the Monsters, Metal Slug 2, Polestar, Samurai Showdown 2, holy crap, that's ancient, uh, Sengoku 3, It's SNK, dude. (laughs) I know, I know, I know, but whatever. Uh, Sengoku 3, Shock Troopers, Second Squad, and then SNK 40th Anniversary Collection. It's a pretty good collection. I mean, yeah, yeah. those old SNK it's, collections are usually really, really good. Yeah, it's like they they never, no matter how advanced everything else gets, those games just never get boring. You go back to them, play a few hours, and be like, eh, that was and, great. 
I feel like the the Twitch Prime stuff gets looked over. A lot of people don't even realize they have it. Like for those who don't know, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. It's nothing extra. It's just if it's just if it's you have there. Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. You already have it. It's part of your Amazon Prime membership, and you get a ton of free games and free loot in games too. It's I know they give stuff to RuneScape uh, and Call of Duty almost every and month. And Fortnite. And Fortnite. Uh, and Apex. Woo! Like, constantly. Yeah, yeah. They're always yeah. giving Apex free shit. Apex gets a lot of skins. Yeah. yeah. So, if you have Amazon Prime, there's no reason for you to not be checking out Twitch Prime and getting your free shit. Totally it, agree. Since we're on, on this free game stuff, I think next week I'll start bringing in what the... Uh... The uh, Microsoft Games Pass throws in mm. rotates out. Oh, yeah, of all I, have I was. Yeah, that's well. a good one. Like, play yeah. All of my Microsoft games. I yeah, so I was going to suggest have, that we should rotate in all pass, that stuff. You get all of the Microsoft catalog on PC. Nice. You, yes. you get Sea of Thieves. You get all kinds of shit that's actually kind of pricey. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of games right now that I was like, oh man, I, I can't wait to buy it on Steam. And then I, when I got the Xbox Game Pass, I was like, uh, yeah, I don't need to go back to Steam. Pass. <laughs> right. Yeah. We and should you don't even, I mean, there is one caveat. You need Windows 10, um, a 60, uh, an 86-bit system. So you do mm-hmm. need to have an upper end PC for it. But you get to avoid the Microsoft Store completely. It runs through the Xbox dashboard. It counts as Xbox Live Gold. If, if you have a console, it counts for the console as well. So you get access to all those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's probably it's, one of the better services pretty out good. there. I mean, and, and what it's it's like, what, five bucks a month or something? It's five uh, bucks it's, a it's, month. Uh, I have the $15 variant, but okay. it also uh, comes with a whole bunch of like other free stuff like you would get with Twitch. So like. I get free there stuff every month for Fantasy Star Online, uh, free skins here or there for different games. Like, I got a whole bunch of stuff in Dauntless. Um, Do you still play Dauntless? Yes. That pops up on Twitch Prime a lot, too. Yeah, it's a great little free-to-play Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, it's like Monster, Monster mm-hmm. Hunter. Yeah, we definitely need to mix that in. And if we see any, like, awesome stuff on Humble Bundle or anything like that, we should start mixing those in with the, the PS Plus stuff. I have Humble Bundle. I can talk about what they have in that month, I guess. Nice. Yeah, I really have no regrets after buying that uh, that uh, graphics card. <laughs> it gave me the Xbox Game Pass for a few months, and then those two other uh, full games, uh, Resident Evil 3 and uh, Monster Hunter with the uh, expansion. Yeah. The Game Pass gives you Monster Hunter? No, 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 no. Um, when okay, I bought the video card. No, 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 no. When uh, I bought the video okay. card, yeah. Uh, it had it included Resident Evil Three, uh, Monster Hunter with the expansion, and then the Xbox Game Pass for like three months. But when you sign up, they give you a month free, so technically it was four months. All right, so uh, Rocket Arena for five dollars. So yeah, um, it launched. It's a it's a first off. It's like a little battle arena game multiplayer. Um, you have teams kind of in the old style of Quake where you pick up guns and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. But it just launched two 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 weeks ago for $30, and it's already down to $5. Wow. Damn. Um, you can pick up the big Mythic Edition for $10. Um, I played in the beta for it. It was really, really fun if you do like that frantic type of shooter. Mm-hmm. Um so for five dollars it is a steal and the mythic edition you get a whole bunch of you know character skins and whatnot so if you're into that sort of thing and snazzing out your character it's totally worth it nice 
but yeah so i mean it's also kind of a big deal because that's a huge discount for a game that's only two weeks old so either it just wasn't i wonder why yeah it just must not have adapted did you mention um what kind of game it compares to when you started talking about it? I don't. I didn't you catch said that. it was like Quake. I can really compare it to like Quake. Yeah, it's a battle okay. arena game where you pick up your guns and shoot your enemies and stuff like okay. that. Okay, thank you. So it looks like the next one is a Microsoft Flight Simulator launching on Steam on the 18th. Well, I actually yeah. have a few friends that are really excited for that. Yeah, so it's their first flight sim, and I think over a decade um and it's massive i mean they they have a uh, a physical copy you can buy that's like 20 dv that's like 20 blu-rays no um, no that's yeah. a joke no no it's real <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's it's the it, it's the entire world you fly a simulator around the entire world wow um I already can't store Call of Duty. <laughs> like, Jesus. Well, you're in luck. It comes with real-time procedural generation of the planet Earth for you. I bought like, so it like it three brand new consoles upgrading my PC in the past year. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's coming out on Steam. Um, once again, you'll have access to it uh, with uh, Ultimate Game Pass. So you don't need to actually buy it. Nice. Um, it will be a giant game, but the 18th—that's the first hard release date we have for it. So you'll have nice. it for Windows 10 um, with the Games Pass as well as on Steam. All right. So looks nice. looks like the next one, and I'm—I know I'm going to butcher this. Um, Tashiro Nagushi talks uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Did I? How bad did I butcher that? Tashiro Nagushi. Okay. So yeah, he is um he is known as the director of the Yakuza games. Um and <laughs> one of the things that's been going on is there's people who have been who are upset that it was made by a Western studio at the behest of an Eastern company. So huh. um Sucker Punch was the right choice for it. Their previous open world games are fantastic with infamous and infamous uh second son. So they just kind of know what they're doing, and they were honestly the best choice for it. The game looks great. It plays great. All of the open world stuff, the side quests, the little special missions you can go to, finding uh, your hidden temples and whatnot, they actually provide meaningful upgrades. So like extra skills, um, stuff like that. But uh, Toshihiro said that it is a, it's a great game, and he was actually surprised that it had not been made by a Japanese company yet. And he says that it is as faithful and as good of a game that he would have expected coming out of Japan for a style like this. And he was honestly happy with how they approached it, making the main protagonist not, you know, like some young anime style dude, but actually making him like, you know, a middling samurai who would be in war at that time. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I, yeah, I definitely need to try that out. Um, I, I'm I'm it's on my list for this Black Friday or what I I keep saying I think it's just going to be an emphasis on just Cyber Monday and like week long events and stuff but uh I'm gonna see if I can grab it up for forty bucks or so then and try it out this fall or winter or whatever. Yeah, and um, honestly, if if I would recommend people going through and reading this article 
um, this, this uh, the interview with Desert Hero. Um, he goes over like the differences and like how the styling and stuff would have been done between an Eastern and a Western company. Like the gameplay would have overall been the same, but there would have just been some style differences. Like uh, most most protagonists in in Eastern games, they're typically very young and really really good looking. While you mm. have Jin, who just looks like a dude. <laughs> yeah. And their way. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw the race card in there. You so. usually do. Yeah. <laughs> I I I didn't want to see uh or I didn't want to hear disappointment if I didn't say anything. Right. So Sekiro TM is uh is that actually the name Sekiro TM or is that some sort of like typo <laughs> in the headline? Typo in the headline. Okay, so it's sec- it is Sekiro a- Shadows a- Okay. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice yeah, yeah. free update. Yeah, so um, Sekiro has, was the latest game by From Software, and this time um, it was published by Activision to give it more access to more consoles. Um, uh, from Software, they've done Dark Souls, Demon Souls, and Armored Core. Recently, I said most recently. But they're no most important no games. One rem- no one remembers Armored Core. You right? shut your die. whore mouth. Let it die. Shut your whore mouth. Net games are done and over with, and no one nope, cares. Nope. They've already Ow. confirmed that they're working on newer one. But anyways, <laughs> so this is kind of a big surprise update for it. Um, it gives you a new difficulty mode. Um, it allows you to go through and refight boss battles. It allows you to leave messages in the vein of Dark Souls and Bloodborne little ghosts showing people where to go, whatnot, um, little hints, or like in Dark Souls, you can say try jumping and have a bunch of people jump to their death off the cliff for no reason. So uh I'm in. It's, it's kind of it's kind of random. Um the game hasn't seen an update since last year. Uh when it Yeesh. launched. So Yikes. Yeah. Uh new outfits, uh new game mode, trials you can go through. So, I mean, if you enjoy it, I really enjoy the game. Um, it's a lot more different than the previous games. It actually has a, a storyline that's really, really easy to follow, like a typical game. Uh, you don't have to piece it together through random bits of lore from items and notes you find here or there. Uh, voiced protagonist. The combat is is really unique in it, I think. So, nice. yeah, uh, it's going to let you run through and replay all of your content again. Awesome. All right. Uh, Nexamon Extinct launches August twenty eighth, and I looked into this, and I'm baffled that I haven't heard hadn't heard of this before because this is totally in my zone. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's just another you know battle monster game. Yeah, um, it's been running for a while, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I'm like, what? I haven't. <laughs> this is not on my radar. Well, it's also an Eastern game, so. You mm. probably have not heard of it. Um, Digimon's, you know, greatly advertised here in the West. Same yeah. Pokemon. Mexamon, not so much. And I actually, um, uh, at the end of it, we're talking about what we've been playing. I've been playing another battle monster game as well. So, nice. uh, but yeah, the next game of it, it's coming out. Um, well, let's see. When did it say it was coming out? Well, either way, you have 300 new monsters to, to trap and tame, whatever. Um, you have, like, evil boss god Nexamon, the monsters you capture trying to take over the world. Um, yeah, and you start off as a tamer. Typical typical hero's journey 
Pokemon character bullshit. So sure. yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try also, that. Um, it it unlike Pokemon, it does have a dynamic difficulty scaling system. So the better you are at it, the harder the game gets and whatnot. So mm, yeah, okay. It's definitely a little more hardcore than Pokemon. What is it? Just all is it PC or is it on uh consoles? Um, or on is PC it here in the West? I think. Okay. Uh, probably TBD on consoles, depending on sales. So. Mm. Okay. Cool. Well, what about the older ones? Are they all just on PC? Uh, there are consoles on in the East and Japan and whatnot. So you can probably find a localized copy here. Oh, there. Yeah. You can read Japanese. Um, you can also find them on PC. Well, a lot of those ports too. If you order the um, um. The localized copies they'll have they have you can get them sub oh so. shit actually here you go uh yeah this one is actually coming out on ps4 switch and xbox one oh nice on the 28th okay well oh i'm definitely gonna have to put that on my list cool yeah so let's see uh splinter cell netflix animated series this is interesting oh. yeah so netflix is continuing to go all in on their Video game adaptations. I mean, they're doing a good job at it. Sorry, what was that, Jeff? All in and nothing out. Yeah, I'm Um, on board with it. Yeah, um, I greatly enjoyed the games up until Blacklist, which was weird. Not really a Splinter Cell game. Um, I used to read a ton of the ton of the books and stuff when tom clancy was actually the author when it was still his brainchild mm, yeah um, oh I, had... yeah i remember you always were i remember you reading a lot of those tom clancy books in high school rainbow six is still my favorite book yeah um but yeah it's going to be a two season 16 episode order um it's supposed to be there's also a there was also a movie in development as well, but that kind of has died down on the news coming out, so it's probably not happening. But uh, the big important thing is is the the mind behind John Wick is the one heading up this project. Oh wow! So will probably be at least you know at least pretty good choreography. Mm. Um, so uh, Derek Kolstad is his name. Um, he's working on. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So, no, no idea, no, uh, no news on what kind of art style will take. If it'll be an anime or be more like Western art style. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a that's a thing that's kind of in the works now. And I'm I'm I'll give Netflix video game adaptations a shot. It's a uh, yeah. They've definitely uh, like earned my respect in that niche. So uh, they're the only ones who consistently do a good job. They yeah. just won't talk about their anime to real life. No. <laughs> yes, I want to. Yes, let's be clear. We're talking about video game to movie or TV show or anime. Not not taking anime and making it live action. This is a whole different <sighs> subject. That's they the first rule. We don't talk about of, that. They completely got rid of the fear and the. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist one. He was like the coolest villain in that entire show. You actually sat through it? I couldn't watch the first episode. It was so painful. It was so painful. It's so bad. The special effects and everything, the costumes, everything was fantastic, except for everything else. 
they did a great job with casting, the special effects, the costumes. Everything was great, except for the most important part of the show, which was having a good story. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Rick, let's, uh, can I piggyback off of Dustin's article here? Uh, it kind of ties in with the Beyond Good and Evil movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Hello? What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, speaking of Netflix and their video game adaptations, uh, they are making a Beyond and Good, Beyond Good and Evil movie. Excuse me. Um, and it's directed by Rob Letterman, uh, the director for. I'm not sure if he was actually the, the director, the director for the Detective Pikachu movie. Uh, oh, okay. It also says that yeah, it also says that uh, he's doing it with Jason Altman and uh, Margaret Boykin. Um, not really much written in the article, just that they are going to make uh, a movie about it. Uh, doesn't say if it's live action or if it's even animated. Uh, <laughs> it does mention other um, other Netflix adaptations. Uh, mm-hmm. They're doing a Cuphead TV show. What? Oh my god, I can't <laughs> yeah. wait. Yeah. What? That art yeah. style is, uh, is the selling point for me, and I think I've said that like art style is all a yeah. game for me. So I'm already sold on that uh, cartoon. Oh, oh, man. So it's not going to be yeah. for children, but... No, <laughs> that is definitely not. So yeah, so it mentions, yeah, it mentions Cuphead uh, getting its own TV show, uh, that it does mention Splinter Cell, and also uh, Dragon's Dogma. I'm not very familiar with Dragon's Dogma, but... Uh, yeah, we. It is one I, of the. If you, if you could ever find a cheaper copy of it, I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic kind of open world, uh, high fantasy game. Okay. When, uh, in twenty years, when I beat Witcher Three, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just as long. Wow. There's yeah, a lot oh. more character customization in it too, and you have these cool little sidekicks called pawns. Oh, you can, like, okay. Uh, so. Train up people and then hire other people to come in okay so now that i see the um uh what you call it the uh the art the art for it uh, the cover art uh i kept seeing it the other day on on netflix like telling me that it's coming soon and it is coming on september 17th that's yeah. for dragon's dogma nice so the next thing it looks like the nba re- <laughs> The NBA restart takes fake crowds to a new level of weirdness. We talked about this oh, a little my, bit last week, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't understand weird. how they can make it weirder than they already did. Um, it's they just <laughs> they're not using um they're not using the Unreal Engine, so they're not doing a great job bringing the fans in, and it really is. Uh, looking like it's a game from the early 2000s. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so this is specifically NBA on TNT. Um, and of course, they're doing this is just at, for broadcasting, because honestly, it would look kind of weird if there's no fans in the stands and you're watching a basketball game or any sort of sporting event. So um, they're doing something a little bit different with it, though. They actually have their, their they have a, an app for it for like your phone. Where home fans can tap on it to to make the fake virtual crowd kind of like cheer more. So, oh, so it's kind of interactive still. Yeah, because uh, 
atmosphere, especially in NBA arenas, is a huge, huge, huge thing. So mm-hmm. since it's so small, the arena is so small generally, the court is that it that is. Um, you pack a bunch of people in there, it gets really loud, it gets really ruckus. So it'll have a kind of a better environment it looks like for fans when really you still just have NBA players playing on their own. Yeah. <laughs> You're really just watching practice. Yeah. A scrimmage. Scrimmage, yeah. It's it's technically a game. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just uh, another new way that uh, different uh, sports organizations are taking advantage of different video game techs. And then mm-hmm. this one's actually implementing some sort of fan involvement using it for more of a um, appearance sake on the television broadcast or whatever. But yeah, it's still there. Interesting. Let's see. So, um, the House votes down an amendment that would have stopped the military recruiting via Twitch. So, this is just kind of um, the last week's thing where you had um, we talked about how the U.S. Army's Twitch channel was under fire from um, Alexandria Oh, shit. Cortez for banning people, saying it was like a First Amendment right uh, violation, but it really wasn't, uh, it turns out. Um, and then she brought forth she brought forth this uh, in the federal spending thing and said, hey, we shouldn't do this. And it was just shot down. Um, personally, I would be cool if them just can't get rid of it because I don't want to pay some goons out of my, my tax money to stream on Twitch. But it was shot down. <laughs> Thor, so, you yeah. and I just became good friends on Pokemon Go, and I didn't think to pop a lucky egg. Oh, that Damn. makes me sad. Next time we we level up, we gotta like coordinate and pop yeah. lucky eggs so we can get double XP. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, good. So, um, let's see. The next thing on here, uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play. Yeah, so that was actually... Is it going to be like a battle... Are they doing like a Warzone type thing? Are they trying to go like a Battle Royale route with it or something? No, it's just straight up the typical versus uh, multiplayer. Hmm. Um, So I don't know what their monetization model is going to be, but it's definitely one... It's the... This would be the first AAA game to release their multiplayer for free in this manner. Um, And... Yeah, it's the entire multiplayer experience. Um, the same, the same systems being used and everything. So I don't know if there's going to be some stuff locked behind some sort of paywall, or if there's going to. I'm be sure there'll be something. Loot but... boxes or something, or what sort of customization there will be, because the last few iterations of Halo had some some pretty decent customization. You could like choose different Spartan armors and stuff, and those were always a chase that people enjoyed chasing after. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, I actually haven't played the Master Chief Collection, so I don't know what kind of stuff they have in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I've always been thinking about installing it, but I just never got around to it because I have a ton of stuff I play. Yeah. So I don't know if I can look into that and see what kind of might be coming for Infinite and its monetization of the multiplayer. But I think most people would probably just get the free multiplayer if that was a yeah if that was an option. So. Um, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing in the restrictions so far, but they just say um, it says enjoy up to 
The legendary Halo series returns with the most expansive Master Chief campaign yet and a groundbreaking free-to-play multiplayer experience. Enjoy up to 120 FPS and greatly reduce load times, craft, creating seamless gameplay with an Xbox Series X. So, yeah, there's really nothing else on there besides free-to-play multiplayer experience, so it could just be a completely different watered-down multiplayer experience as well. Mm-hmm. Trying to get you to whet your appetite. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey. Yeah. So I know I know I said don't mention the Fortnite update, but actually I'm just gonna add it on to the Call of Duty updates because it has to do with it. Okay. With Call of Duty? It's it's conjecture. But yes, I want to add it in there, yes. You have congestion? I'm so sorry, dear. Actually I do. Like I can't breathe in my nose. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, anyway, sorry. Continue. Right. <laughs> so, um, new Battletoads game is going to be releasing on August 20th. So, cool. this was rumored for years, um, and it was announced at E3 2018. Um, and it was originally scheduled to be released for 2019, um, but was indefinitely delayed. Now it has its new release date, in that being August 20th. So there's not that much to it. It's just, uh, but that's, I know there's a lot of people that have been waiting around for that. And so we do have an official announce now. I don't know. I've never even heard of this at all. Oh, you didn't remember the last, uh, the last Battletoads game ever. The, the, The last one I played, I think, I think it was on Nintendo, like the original NES. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. God, you're old. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I believe there was one for uh, SNES later on, but I don't remember mm-hmm. playing that one. Well, you can get your hands on the newest one in two weeks and a day. It's pretty recent. Yeah, but I just dropped. dropped. Yeah, it's... I just dropped fifty bucks for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on Steam. Well, if you ever played well, Battletoads, you know there aren't very know. many mechanics to the game. So no, I know. It's just a beat em up, but it's really fun. Like, <laughs> see, I remember so... there was an animated series at some point, but it only had like a few episodes. Or, like, I remember season. that I remember too, that, yeah. actually. Wow, maybe we're all old. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You just now realizing this, Tommy? Hmm. Shush. <laughs> so, some of us have two kids apiece. And by some of us, I mean you and Jeff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Half yeah. of us. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean you're old. It just means you made bad decisions when you were younger. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. All right. So you have to make bad decisions when you're younger, but that is a different that is a different thing entirely. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so uh, some Digimon updates I wanted to go past or go through. So we did have some updates on Digimon Survive. Some people were worried if this was going to happen because it had already been delayed once. Um, and it is officially getting delayed again. Not much. So the first delay pushed it to December of this year. It looks like it's now officially being pushed till January of 2021. It's um, supposed to be 100% going through then, but we will keep you posted on if they have post any more delays obviously with the the pandemic situation it's gotten roped in with a lot of other games and having their uh, releases delayed but that is the new slated release is january 2021 um the uh the next bit of news um so currently the digimon adventure reboot is uh airing right now i've 
I'm actually probably going to start watching it. It's only subbed right now. Pretty good. I usually only like watching dubbed anime, but I love Digimon and I really want to watch this as it comes out. So I think I'm just going to watch it. Um, they have officially announced how many episodes it's going to run, which is 66. And that's enormous. Uh, it'll be the second longest Digimon series right after um, uh, Xroverse. And... It's it's neat because that's I think that's longer than dig, the original Digimon Adventure and Digimon Adventure 2 combined. So I assume that this reboot is going to combine Digimon Adventure 1 and 2 since those two were both continuity. They shared continuity. One was just like a decade after the other or whatever, you know. Um, so I'm guessing they're just going to mix that all into one. Um, what I've heard from what I've heard, the re, it is a full reboot. It's much different. Um, so I, I haven't, but I haven't been able to watch any of the episodes yet. I couldn't well, tell you how much different it is because I only saw pieces here or there of the original airing. Um, but I have seen the first seven episodes, I believe, of the new one because I just saw it on Crunchyroll. I'm like, hey, a Digimon anime. What think, is this? <laughs> I think that's all that's out. I think they're on episode seven because they're airing live still. Yeah, um, Crunchyroll does a cool thing for like a lot of the major stuff. They have mm. uh, live, they have a simulcast of the uh, from the Japanese mm. station on their website. So oh, nice! It actually airs. Um, might be at weird times. Mm. Well, Day times a little bit different over there. So it's it's also on Hulu uh, because so Digimon is owned by Disney now, um, and Hulu is owned by Disney. So wouldn't you know it? Episodes come out on uh, Hulu the same day they air in Japan. <laughs> they, um, I, I, I thought it was interesting that they put it, they put the emphasis on on Hulu instead of Disney Plus. I guess Digimon is for a little bit older crowd, but I mean not that much. With like I'd say age appropriateness for it would start at like ten or so. So I, I would have imagined they would have put it on Disney Plus instead of Hulu, but I don't know. What do I know? Well, typically it, it does depict violence here or there, so it's usually true. thirteen years old. They have Avatar on Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean they or have the, they have like all the MCU, you know what I mean, movies, and that's that's the right. Digimon's definitely would be ranked under any MCU movie. So, Probably. but yeah. I guess those are movies that are like family. Generally, you watch them with family, and I guess it's I don't know. I don't. All also, I know is Go Hulu ahead. does have a larger collection of anime, and so mm. they might be just trying to keep it on that pl- plat- platform instead to try to. You know, say combat Crunchyroll or um, oh yeah, dive or VRV sure. or animation of all these other, all these other uh, streaming services that do je- that are just for anime. Yeah. So, plus it's cheaper than having all of Disney Plus because it's still just Hulu. Yeah. So the next thing, uh, Microsoft is <laughs> Microsoft is having a good time on Steam. So I wanted to post that just because I kind of the polarity we talked about before um that i found interesting with the the kind of, yeah but it's um yeah i think it's a good idea but there's they're having a lot of success with their uh xbox uh game studios on steam um obsidian's grounded is the top selling game on steam's platform uh right now the top selling really? is microsoft so game which is it's in- not just obsidian um Wait they are overseeing it for a different company because Obsidian is full on working on Baldur's Gate three right now. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, let's see. The second top selling game on Steam um is another Microsoft game that's not even out yet. And it's the Flight Simula- Simulator mm-hmm. we were talking about before, and it's already the second top selling game on Steam. So, 
Um, but yeah, they're having a lot of success I'm, I'm on there sure. right now, now that they're kind of opening their platform up a little bit. I'm pretty sure Horizon's going to be way up there, too, because Death Stranding was up there when it came out. Mm. Um, it's it's really a market Sony should look into because people are still going to buy their consoles. Um, right. just, it's not going to take much work, especially with the current architecture of both the Series X and PS4. They're just any computers at this point just stripped yeah. down of the OS and whatnot with a custom OS. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot less work porting anything over, and it's just free real estate for them. Yeah. I almost feel like uh, Microsoft did it because their sales on the Xbox One did not even compare to the PS4. So they, you know, looked at other routes in which they could make money. Not that they're lacking, but right. um, Microsoft, I mean, yeah, Sony really has the upper hand there. So yeah, um, they could, they probably won't, but they've been known to be selfish. Who knows? We'll see. Generally, the loser of the the console or whatever you want to call it has console the more order. innovative stuff in that generation. So Microsoft's like, hey, look at the PC. Um, they started putting all their stuff with their catalog with the Games Pass on. Um, they started branching out to Steam recently as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think the Master Chief Collection has been in the top 100 Steam games since it launched. Damn. Yeah. Well, I know people that will like refuse to download games from anywhere but Steam. So, like, that's really a niche that they're hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I definitely yeah. prefer to. I prefer not to outside of Steam. I will if it's a game I really want, but it's. I don't like having a million different launchers. Just oh, clutter. God, it's right? so annoying. I know. I got so many games at the Epic sale, and it's just Jesus. I don't. I, I don't not. actually mind if it's a game that I can just like. Um, like RuneScape or the Pokemon Online trading card game, like where it's a game that I can just launch the game inherently from an EXE file, but if I have to have a whole new game launcher, then it's just extra steps that I don't fucking want. Yeah, new accounts. Anything by yeah. Ubisoft. <laughs> That's annoying. New accounts. Rockstar, and then if you it. haven't been under a rock for the last 10 years, those accounts get hacked and whatnot. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. So in the Steam Summer Sale, I bought Titanfall 2 off of Steam not origin but when i launch titanfall 2 on steam the origin launcher pops up like whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute that's my game yep yeah that's so that's me like, god damn it that's yeah, how are now but it's yeah, just another service you don't have to manage at that point because it just does it in the background at least hmm. mine does that for any far cry game with ubisoft and then red dead rockstar pops up it's really it's not too bad, but I'm like, yeah, come on now. I guess in, in that department, consoles have the upper hand. There's no launcher. So. Yep, you're not wrong. So, fairy tale censorship, Sasquatch. <laughs> so, I just thought uh, <laughs> this because I'm not a fan of censorship at all, even no. if it's stuff I don't agree with and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so it was just really funny. I saw it, it was a day one update. Um, so it's like it's a JRPG based off the fairy tale manga and anime, um, which I think actually is coming to an end or just ended. Um, other news, they're doing a spin-off series because it was so so popular. That was one I wanted to watch. Was fairy tale? I haven't though. It's good. You should I'm still check waiting it out. for the. I think the second to last season to get dubbed. But but yeah, um, in the original game as is tradition with a lot of 
anime and Japanese games, there's a lot of upskirts. So Jeff, this game is right for you. Well, it was. <laughs> but there was a day one patch where they just censored it all out for some reason. Um, actually, it's a really just the Western one. <laughs> so, well, that's always really? how it is. Yeah, just like they did with, with uh, what a Street Fighter. Sony has been on some kick to censor anime boobies and butt. <laughs> just well, to have a really shitty, Sony. a lot of shit have a really shitty titless sex scene in The Last of Us Two. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that comes from the East that gets That's censored horrifying. when it comes over to the West. What's horrifying? I, I know. Whenever you're, uh, you know, doing scene? your your alone time, a lot of the Japanese stuff is censored already. Well, I watch so, stuff it's censored i'm saying (laughs) oh it's it's like a weird (laughs) dynamic that it's more censored here in like on other platforms you know so yeah and this is just like a weird censorship because in in the same vein as the anime you have very revealing costumes which are still there deep deep the costumes with deep cleavage um swimsuits it's just really weird that this is what they censored mm-hmm. so yeah um so they just censored like the up the skirt shots yeah like underwear like that's what they censored yes yeah and so far it's it's just confirmed that this happened in the west so the pc version um the switch version the playstation 4 version are all censored over here so, so what is what is what is this game again? Asking for a friend. Fairy fairy tale. <laughs> right, duh. <laughs> it's almost as bad as um, Street Fighter. Yeah, it was also right. a weird thing that they decided to do. So I censored Street Fighter. They that censored out the butt move finisher. Well, the the one where they sit on your. No, there's there's one where she like she slaps she she turns she slaps her ass and then she her and like her partner like smash you right and they straight up just censored out the part where she slaps her ass. That's all she did is that like two seconds of her turning and slapping her ass and only in the Western versions they just censored out that two second clip of it that two that portion of the uh, CGI sequence got censored out, which just seems so fucking petty. You know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing in that game when you're going through those supers that the clock didn't continue to tick down because those two seconds might have a huge difference in an actual turn. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I went ahead also, I moved on our uh, itinerary, I moved the uh, Call of Duty stuff up in case Tommy has to run early. Um, So let's do that one next, our, uh, our next season of Call of Duty updates. Okay. Well, what so, season five just came out? Yep. 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 Uh, whopping almost file. sixty gigabyte <laughs> patch. <laughs> As so. always, this can't be a surprise now. It's not, but it still hurts. Yeah. It, it was a surprise to me when they didn't allocate the disk space. Yeah. And I had to retry to download it like three times before I finally moved everything and <laughs> did everything right. Oh my gosh, I was so mad. They almost think like that a two terabyte SSD is like fifty bucks or something. Like no, <laughs> no, they're not. They're like two hundred bucks or more. I more money on getting drive space than I have anything else in the last year. 
the last uh, SSD that I bought, I I had points on Amazon and they had it on sale, so it cost me thirty seven bucks. It was one terabyte and it was a Hyundai. So imagine how low I stooped. You bought a Hyundai. Yeah, I don't care. Do they even make cars anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw hard uh, the SSD. I'm like, hmm, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And it works pretty well. I have most of my Steam games on it. Did you just ask if they like still make Hyundai cars? Yeah, I, I did. I think so. Yeah, I, I remember the new Elantra recently. They just make everything, don't they? <laughs> just like Samsung. Oh, Lord. Anyways, Call hmm. of Duty. So yeah, um, I've my interest has been winding down a little bit. It usually does. I'm around this time of year when they start winding up for the next one. But I'm really hoping they keep with Warzone at least. the The big thing I know with Warzone is that they blew the the roof off the stadium, right? So now we can go in the stadium, and it's just if you want to win Warzone, just don't drop in the stadium and hunker down somewhere. Apparently, because that's where everyone's going. Well, they oh, did. They did also confirm that the Treyarch and Sledgehammer game, the one coming out mm-hmm. this year, is going to be interwound with Warzone, so that'll continue. So Thank you God. No- awesome. I was hoping for that. Okay, they so there's like... A train. Sorry, Tony, go ahead. There's this new operator pack that came with this patch, and it's um, the Midas Touch, right? And so, you know, King Midas, everything he touches turns to gold, right? Uh-huh. Anyways, the way he's dressed, he's wearing, you know, um, a tuxedo vest and a white shirt. Fortnite also had a Midas last season who also wore a tuxedo vest and a white shirt. So the rumors are that they might be working together, which I don't think is true because the Midas in Call of Duty his face is different. He's wearing a mask, which actually kind of adds to it because you can't see his face. But I don't. I don't think Epic, whatever, really come together with Blizzard mm. or Activision to do it. No. Yeah, I don't see it. And like, it's just it's an it's a naming convention. Midas. That's that's a naming convention a lot of people use. And Call of Duty's been I I they've been using it. I have Midas stuff from season two. You know what I mean. Um, cause that's right. what I got all this vehicle where they first did the vehicle skins too. I got the Midas vehicle skins and it's just, it's just a common, especially when you're talking about skins and cosmetic overrides, I think it's just a common naming convention. And it also yeah. usually will imply gold, which implies kind of higher class, which, you know, tuxedo. So I, at this point I would chalk up to coincidence. Absolutely. I agree. But that doesn't stop people from, you know, yeah. oh, wondering, yeah, no. talking about it. There's nothing uh, wrong with also- that either. Also, speaking of Fortnite, they're getting vehicles, like actual cars, for the first time, which before they had, like, uh, golf carts, they've had planes, they've had helicopters, they've had quads, shopping carts was the first (laughs) one, yes, but now they're getting actual cars, which is kind of something people have been hoping for for a while, but anyways, back to Call of Duty. Hmm. Does anyone know the new maps that are coming? Uh, I played that? the oil rig one earlier. It's really freaking a... big. I saw but, you uh, playing that as I was crying about my download. <laughs> wishing I could play. <laughs> hmm. See. I promise I'll be your meat shield in Warzone soon. Thank hmm. you so Again. much. I appreciate it. Hey, cool. <laughs> I killed hmm. two people. 
we'll get. No, that's what I'm saying. You're, I'll, I'll be your meat shield because even though I got a couple of kills, I was always the first one to die. So. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Thanks. Though. We'll give some better updates next week once we actually play around on the new maps and in the stadium and such. Yeah, that's the only one I played was the oil rig. It was. It was. I liked it. A lot of places to, you know, hallways and shit to go into. <laughs> <laughs> so. The next thing, it looks like the PS5 Pro version was leaked, and this is rumored. Um, so it looks like Sony could already be thinking ahead with the PlayStation 5 and the PS5 Pro. Um, it looks like there is a patent made for it, but it's and a leak. So it's it's kind of shaky rumors, but I, I mean, previously I think they had said that they weren't going to push out a Pro version, at least not a. I think they just said they weren't going to at launch, but I think it would be. Um, I I don't know. I assume because right now the only big difference is that the Pro is 4K, um, and the PS5 is going to handle 4K. So I I don't know what the their big um pull would be with the Pro version, at least out of the gate. Yeah, it seems a little early to really talk about a Pro version. Yeah, but um, it has apparently like they filed a patent for it, so there is a good chance that it will come eventually. Probably next year or year and a half away, I would say. But you do need to file patents for this stuff. Yo, quite yeah, yeah. Advance. So my theory is that because they always put out the enhanced version, right? So like the slim or the super slim or whatever. I think they're gonna start using pros to be their their slim versions or whatever. That's my right. Theory. Rather we'll than see. having three different consoles that are on the same platform. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So, Halo: The Master Chief Collection to get crossplay in 2020. So, yeah. Um, currently the PC and console versions do not have crossplay, but in line with, you know, like every other shooter nowadays, um, they're actually implementing crossplay. Uh, it'll have a lot of the similar stuff most do right now. Um, you'll have input-based matchmaking, so you know, on consoles, you can opt out of playing with PC players on PC, you can opt out of playing with console players. Uh, you'll also be able to lock it based on your server region. Um, so, yeah, it's just going to create a longer lifespan for the game on PC, which I'm all mm -hmm. for. Yeah, uh, It's also adding a mouse and keyboard support for the Xbox version, which didn't currently have it yet. Um, it's going to add more keybinds, view model adjustments, in adjustments, in-game FPS caps and adjustments. Um, you'll be able to link your Steam account, um, which some other games are currently doing. So, like, uh, a game I've been playing recently just did that as well. Uh, you have Sea of Thieves which does that as well, because that's how you, you know, play with your friends on the console, is you mm -hmm. need that Xbox Live account linked. So... Yeah, so it just says 2020. There's not much of 2020 left, so you'll see it sometime here probably in the next month or two. Okay. You say that, but Save the World by Fortnite mm. said it'd be free in 2018, and it to, to, to this day is not free. <laughs> uh, it's probably just a dead project. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the Battle Royale took off. They just don't care about the actual co-op game anymore. Well, yeah. It's vaporware. Oh lord, I even forgot the name of their uh their MOBA. Jesus Christ, what was it called? Yeah, who cares? The ones that oh, Epic Epics? Paragon, Paragon. I was gonna say, does yeah, anybody remember Paragon? Cool. 
I thought oh, it was I liked cool. it. Yeah, I liked it. I played it for a bit. And then all of a sudden, oh, we're shutting it down because Fortnite. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> we're just going to go back to our cash cow and not try anymore. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Yes. It's oh, easier boy. to make skins from home than actual games. Mm-hmm. They were really just thinking in advance on this, weren't they? They did well. <laughs> <laughs> so RuneScape updates. Um, so I've been playing a lot of RuneScape lately, and I wanted to give some updates on here. So for those who don't know, Double XP Weekend, I guess, is coming up this weekend. So they've changed the way they're doing double. They do Double XP. They've done this the last couple times, which is objectively just a lot better instead of running double xp for um three days over the weekend instead they give you three days worth of double xp and your timer starts when you log in and you get to do that over the course of a whole week so over the course of the week you get three days worth of double xp for those who can't necessarily log in right at the you know on that weekend um you tell me you can't play for 72 hours straight oh i can I'm not worried about me, but this makes it a lot easier, at least. A lot of lobsters. There's, I've actually new uh, logs chopped. I've uh, I've done that twice on RuneScape and cool. the um, two different. They ran charity programs. What are they called? Um, Level up, I think, is what it's called. Um, but they were doing two different ones where you game for the whole time. But it's like a marath- gaming marathon. Extra thing. life. Extra life. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but anyways, they've so they've changed it a little bit now, even further, and so not only. Do you get that three days worth, that 72 hours worth of double XP to use over the course of a week? But there's a pause button as well. So now if you're logged in and you're like, okay, so, you know, I want to burn all these logs, but I need to go collect some more. You can literally pause your double XP, go collect a bunch more logs, and then start it back up. The caveat, of course, being you can, there's a one hour cooldown. So if you pause it and once you replay it, you can't pause it again for an hour. So you need to dedicate at least an hour after you uh, pause it. But um, I think that'll help a lot, and it's, it, they've been doing a lot of bobbing and weaving, um, and and I I, I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. It's uh, we'll see how it goes, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. They, they, I, I'm worried they're going to get a little too crazy with their double XP. I understand what they're trying to do right now, but they're uh, they're playing a risky game. At the same time, though, um, with how, you know every time they churn out more skills, pretty double XP starts meaning a little bit less and less and less and i think that's part of what's going on especially with you know elite skills rolling around um of course double xp will not affect archaeology uh as it still is not six months into release and as has been tradition uh double xp will only be plus 50 percent xp to elite skills i.e the only current elite skill invention and that's then it's not double XP. It's a lie. Yeah. Nope. There's actually, and there's <laughs> obviously there's all the stuff it doesn't cover too, but right. So uh, the next thing is uh, some Marvel Avengers updates. And we both had a little bit on here. I know um, the one thing was the, uh, they announced Spider-Man was a PS4 exclusive. They still haven't matched anything or announced anything for Xbox yet that I know of. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably an exclusive just because of Marvel's deal with Sony. Um, mm. Sony's still has all the rights to spider-man um it's just also a deal with marvel where i think their new deal is that he can appear in the marvel movies um disney will take some of the profit as well but sony still retains rights to other sales of spider-man's likeness so that's Mm -hmm. not too big of a thing fortunately i don't think it'll affect the gameplay at all since it's just the same mission you just run through a 
different heroes. Mm. Um, they did also say, though, I don't think I shared the article, that there is other timed Sony exclusives, so like costumes and whatnot. I know they're doing a partnership with uh, Fortnite, too. You can get like the, the Hulk fists and the, the Iron Man fists on Fortnite, which is kind of neat. Yeah, Marvel has previously done um, a few things with Fortnite. Um, before you you could play this game mode where you had Iron Man's blasters or fuck. You could be Thanos in one. I remember seeing that. You could be Thanos, but that was the opposing team. So you were either the heroes or you were I forget what Thanos' followers are called. Honestly. But you could be or Thanos, basically. And you could have Iron Man's blasters, Captain America's shield. Hawkeye's bow. I don't remember if there's another one, but that was pretty dope, honestly. Like, it got my boyfriend <laughs> to play Fortnite with me for the first time. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. And, yeah. And there were skins. You could get uh, Captain America skin on the 4th of July, and they previously had some skins for X Men. You could be Domino and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah Mar- Marvel's pretty cozy with Fortnite. All right. I think the next thing was our China updates. Obligatory fuck China article. Every podcast we have some to say about China. Got yeah, to talk about sure. China. 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 I'm done interrupting, but I do have to probably go soon. All right. Oh, well, what are you playing? Oh, not shit. I haven't been doing anything besides Minecraft, honestly, and that's only to be social. I mean, that's a reason to play something. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all right. All I do is mine. I like mining. It's very ASMR. More gold digging in a hole. Diggy, yeah, diggy hole. Diggy, diggy hole. I found like a bunch of fucking diamonds not that long ago. Oh, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. That's fine. I, I still want to make fun of Jeff for not playing Skyrim. <laughs> all right, we can we can do that real quick. Yeah, let's do that next. Because okay. you know who hasn't been playing Skyrim this week? Jaff. Or yep. ever. <laughs> Jaff has never played Skyrim. Let's talk uh, about I that. I think that was a thing until he said Skyrim's on sale. I'm like, you haven't played it? <laughs> How do you not already own it? Guilty. I own like five copies of it somehow. Yeah, I've platinumed <laughs> twice. Not this guy. Uh, no, we know. I haven't even seen Jeez. the intro. Well, I've seen the GIF, I guess. Jeez, oh, just buy it. At this point, jeez. Did you ever I, play Oblivion? Why? At least? Nope. Oh my god. Oblivion's actually better. Unpopular I opinion. I, think I was gonna buy it, and then Dustin's like, it's meh. I'm like, really? You can get like huge mod packs that make it cool, but the base game's just really men sad and bad it's an empty world there's not a lot to do some of the worst stuff is cool combat's meh sasquatch is the reason he didn't get skyrim (laughs) Uh, i'm the reason he gets skyrim like yesterday not the reason he hasn't played skyrim in the last eight years or however long it's been out (laughs) correct correct true true uh yeah i don't know you should get it though, because like now, like the ultimate edition, you can actually like put mods in via the game. Like it has it all set up for you. You can put in any mod. It's pretty fucking cool, really. 
you get it on uh, PC, um, I can I can show you the the route to go to get all the good mods. I just use and Nexus. Good mods. Yeah, Nexus mods is where you're gonna go. I are gonna have nice, fun adult mods for you, Jeff. I oh actually, yeah, there are a um, bunch of mods like that. I just <laughs> recently bought um, the uh, the lifetime premium membership on Nexus because you can buy they have their premium what for like five bucks a month or whatever, but the well, lifetime membership is only fifty bucks. Yeah. So wow. Local. Yeah. You get a lot faster downloads, no ads. It all it's it's worth it, I think. Fifty for mm -hmm. a one time fee. <laughs> so let's see. Did we? Oh, did we talk about China, or do we just? We oh, just sorry. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess you have a good night, Tommy. Yeah. All right. Good night, guys. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. So the China thing is um <laughs> kind of kind of typically a lot of games in like say south korea um excuse me and i guess maybe china now um oh. they'll typically tie your user accounts to like your social id so like you need a phone number and stuff to register for different accounts in like south korea for various games because it kind of helps uh stop fraudulent uh, fraudulent access to your accounts because it's tied to you. You can get it back, um, stuff like that. But China is forcing people to register their real name with it as opposed to having like an address registered to an account. And so any games that aren't agreeing to this, they're banning them and they're forcing those games to get licenses in the country as well. And so it's a huge, huge, huge censorship st step by the uh, people's Republic of China, which isn't really a people's or republic. At this point. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, what? <laughs> so, and this is coming out of state-run media reports, so it's probably accurate because there's nothing good for the people living there. Um, mm -hmm. That's yeah, terrible. And this is happening to and the games being removed are made by Chinese developers, developers outside of the country, and this probably goes on top of the. Uh, Chinese version of Steam that we talked about, I think, a couple months ago that was found hidden in the files. Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that with a whole bunch of censorship built into it and not and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, and this is supposed to... They're, they're saying it's supposed to help uh, their, their youth to deal with their gaming disorder. Their gaming sure. disorder. They're playing it too huh. long. Or, oh, yeah. um, helping you know, going in time with limiting the times they can access these games and stuff. So mm. I guess anyone who uh, works a graveyard shift or something and their weekends are are <laughs> from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. You're just kind of fucked. Yeah. Children, but this is going to affect more than just children. It's going to yeah. affect their entire populace. And being over there, this is kind of like the one of the only escape routes they they have from whatever they're dealing with in real life, which is, you know, China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, living in China, that's fucked. Yeah. All right, the next thing on here. Oh God, more shit I can't pronounce. Um, Akiraba, you you go, go for it, Sasquatch. It's your go. I don't know. Akihabara. Akihabara. Okay. Akihabara is a town in Japan, and it is the home to one of the more famous. Uh, arcades. Um, when I was over there, I actually saw it. 
Um, it was really cool. It was the second building too. It was just this giant, massive multi-story arcade. And it was really, 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 really cool. Um, it was a site to actually go see. Um, it was a tourist attraction, but arcades are just kind of a, kind of a widely known dying thing right now. So yeah, um, that's unfortunately just what's happening in the current world, especially right now where you're not supposed to go hang out with groups of people. Um, you're transferring, you know, cash and coins, which can help transfer the, the China. Um, China. We should have like a soundbite for that. You're hanging out in, uh, <laughs> you're hanging out in large groups. You're hanging out in cluttered areas. So it, it's unfortunate that it's going, but it kind of makes sense with the dying arcade industry as well as what is currently happening in the world. The, uh, um, the safe unban the the word that they're asked they ask uh influencers to use to not have their shit removed from everywhere is just pandemic. Christ. Okay. Yeah. Nice and generic. The censorship pandemic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was always really cool because they they had arcade versions of Sega games. You wouldn't think there'd be art arcade versions of you go in there and play new games on an arcade machine essentially get to try them out um the advertisements were always changing um outside the building it was really cool i think i saw them change the advertisements three times in the week i was there so nice um i'm glad to say i got to go see it once um that reminds me of um, time i get over to japan because it was honestly mm. it's honestly one of the my favorite places i've ever vacationed to that's mm. nice that that um the concept of the building not the actual building uh it reminds me of um epcot center like phew, 25 years ago they used to have an area called uh innoventions and it was uh it was sponsored by sega and even though all they had was a bunch of sega genesis consoles in there but you know you could go in and play video games for a little bit and then you had the uh uh the little coca-cola pavilion right next door where you just go and you know, try all different kinds of sodas from all over the world and whatever, but they took that down, I don't know how many years ago. So the last time I went to Epcot, I walked by and I'm like, the fuck happened here? <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a casualty of what's currently happening. Just uh, unfortunately. Kind of, yeah, just kind of sped up um, the dying industry that was the arcade industry, uh, the pandemic that's currently going on. So... Yeah, it's unfortunate. I'm really glad I got to visit it because um, it was definitely extremely unique and something I probably will never run into again because you have your Dave and Busters and your other kind of things, but it's just not on the same level as a multi-story arcade. That's oh, just like look history at that. of a video game. Right. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. It was fantastic, and it's just leaving. Hmm. So. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even want to go to a regular arcade nowadays because like one game of skee ball is like ten bucks. Like, no, yeah. bitch, I'd rather go to Steam and hmm. buy a fucking video game and play skee ball. Yeah, and I mean, this was just honestly a tourist attraction. It wasn't expensive to play anything there. It was really just, I would attribute it like Sega's version of the world of Coke that Coca Cola has down in Georgia. Right. Okay. Mm. It's a big. It was a big tourist attraction. Something you. It's just cool to go see. Okay. Um, I think, it's actually, bad. this would be a good spot to throw in the Super Nintendo World spot. Yeah. Oh. So, Universal Studios was planning uh, 
planning a thing with Nintendo for their Super Nintendo World in their Orlando area. Um, but that has been delayed indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Surprise, and surprise. This is another thing, thanks to the pandemic impact. Um, I think Can we just say situation so we don't fuck up? I can just say situation. The situation. The situation. um, That expansion at Universal Studios Orlando is experiencing another delay. Um, It was supposed to open in 2024, which isn't really close at all. But now it's just indefinitely delayed. Yeah, but now so. exactly. Yeah, they don't even know when they're going to restart on the construction or, or the planning phase, whatever phase they're in right now. Um, however, I guess if you wanna, if you really want to go see Super Nintendo World, you can see it in Universal Studios Japan. Um, however, we're just kind of bound to the U.S. right now. We can't travel <laughs> nobody anywhere. will take us in because <laughs> no one will take us in. Um, Maybe if I fly to Cuba or Mexico. To my brethren, even fly there. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just. Maybe, you. maybe, maybe we can sneak you across the border into Mexico <laughs> and catch a plane out. Take one good look at me, like, no, that motherfucker's yours. Uh, don't bring him over here. <laughs> he ain't gonna work hard. No, no send him not. back. Send Holy him back shit. to Florida. <laughs> so massive thunderstorm. So if I suddenly like disappeared because my internet went out because um i just saw a lightning strike that looked like a fucking nuke drop so that was fucking that sucks man <laughs> it's like you're in beirut yeah. oh my Shit. god <laughs> Rip oh F. my god one for the homies yeah uh there's just like a huge hit to different tourist attractions right now and it, yeah. it kind of sucks um however if you do ever get out of the u.s into uh into Japan, I highly re- recommend their Universal Studios. Their Disneyland is also fantastic as well. Okay. One day, Dustin. One day. One day I'll get to go back! <laughs> so, um, some Final Fantasy updates, and before I go into the actual Final Fantasy updates, I'll preface with a couple sales that are noteworthy. Uh, the first one, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is 34% off right now. Weird number, I know, but so it's that's which is kind of crazy if you ask me, because <clears throat> considering how freshly it was still released, but um, it's 34% off right now, and all of the DLC that was available for the peanut butter, not pe- the Butterfingers thing that they had going on. If you remember, they had the you know buy this many Butterfingers and become a fat fuck like I did for these five items. Well, now if you didn't do that, then. You just get all of them for free as of today. So, <laughs> even well, the Mako Crystal, even the Mako Crystal, which was the like the super limited one. So, oh my goodness. So yeah, there's that. Uh, but also, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is uh, is still fifty percent off. It's only I think another week left. Uh, it's the the full. Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, the complete edition. So it comes with the core game and all expansions. You can get all of it for uh, thirty bucks. Yep, all oh, wow. expansions, cool. everything, thirty bucks right now, um, on um, the Square Enix store. So uh, if you if if you want to get into Final Fantasy fourteen, now is the time. 
Um, and also, speaking of their MMOs, Final Fantasy XI is adding new story content for the first time in who the fuck knows how long. So, um, Actually, it's not that long. It's just a couple of years. Still, it's amazing that they're still updating. This game's from 2002. It's oh, just yeah, fucking I, crazy. I, I that can't believe the game is still going. Um, Eleven is such a hardcore MMO. Oh, yeah. Traversing the world is brutal. You sit on a boat for an actual boat amount of time sitting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the new storyline isn't... Um, it, it isn't all the August update will have to offer. So the Beastmaster job is going to be receiving some adjustments also. Um, and some changes to the job's magic accuracy have been made. Um, so they're doing a few tweaks here and there, but it is getting some updates. So if that's something um, that you play also, then definitely look into that. I know their servers had recently been uh, revived. So it's I, it's neat to see that uh, they're continuing with that also. I, I that eleven was one that I hadn't gotten into, but um, it, it's always good to see that it's still going like that. Like, especially because it gives me hope that Final Fantasy fourteen, which I love, will keep going for a long time. Uh, the only we'll other have thing to worry about it until Final Fantasy seventeen, anyways. Yeah. The other thing is uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. So the couple of rumors going on that. Um, <clears throat> The main rumor going around right now is that Final Fantasy 16 is going to be um, a PS5 exclusive. I, I think it'll probably be a PS5 timed exclusive, um, and that's really not surprising. Uh, it's that's really the Square Enix has always had historical um, relationships with. Sony, right? Uh, so it would be no surprise to me if it's just like Final Fantasy VII Remake, where it's on PlayStation 5 for the first year, then it goes to other systems. I do think, though, that Final Fantasy XVI is going to be released, or not released, uh, announced soon. They do often bring a next line in with the new generation and announce it along with the new generation, so it's almost weird that they haven't announced um, a Final Fantasy 16 or some sort of final fantasy at least on the ps5 platform yet i really really believe that it's going to be announced tomorrow because they put an emphasis on we're not going to talk about the ps5 as a system a whole lot we're just going to show games we haven't shown you yet and all this yes, footage games. from games that you've seen that you haven't seen yet and all the games 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 so I think there's a good chance that Final Fantasy 16 might get at least teased or debuted tomorrow, and I also think that the final next Final Fantasy 14 expansion is going to get teased tomorrow. So those are my two big hopes: is uh, 16 and the next 14 expansion, um, as far as our state of play goes tomorrow. Um, but that's uh yeah, that's all I had on the the Final Fantasy MMO side of things. I think the uh the other side of the MMOs we have were some Fantasy Star Online updates. Yeah, so the fifth, which is today as we're recording this, um, they officially launched on Steam, and they actually had a few updates to their bios everywhere as well. Um, the game has seemingly gone global and is no longer just Japan or US. There's a whole bunch of regions where you can't play the game. Um, you can transfer over your account information to tie it to your Steam account via an account code you get that lock, that ties your Xbox Live account to your Steam code, which we were talking about with, um, which, I which I mentioned with how the Master Chief Collection would work with a crossplay. Mm -hmm. So you have that coming as well. Um, it's the launch of their episode four and their mad content rush to get caught up with 
with uh, the Japanese version of PSO2. That way they can launch their um, new Genesis simultaneously and have the games be, you know, work together in tandem. So, yeah, the Steam launch is really, really huge. The Microsoft storefront is fucking awful on PC. It is nothing but problems. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so bad. Right. So bad. And there's a whole bunch of special Steam stuff in game. Like, you can get the, the Gordon Freeman Half Life suit. You can get an emote of a head crab attacking you and whatnot. Some Alex clothing, Alex Steam clothing from you know, the female lead from Half Life 2 and um, her own VR game, Half Life Alex. So, it's a whole bunch of stuff coming, uh, and they're really just kind of pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, trying to get the U.S. version, well, the global version, caught up to the Japanese version for New Genesis, which also um, will run alongside with PSO2. Um, it'll be a completely different game, like a thousand years after. So Episode 6 will be the last episode in PSO2, um, but they're giving it an overhaul at the same time. So it'll just be kind of seem interesting how that's all going to go along. Okay. So I think the next thing was the Baldur's Gate 3. <clears throat> yeah, so Baldur's Gate 3, the beta that was promised, maybe, um, in their own words, <laughs> has been canceled. Which is, where is that article? Oh, there it is. Um, so in kind of over this on August 18th, they're having a special thing they're calling panel from hell um, hmm. because Baldur Gate 3 starts in reverse <laughs> which is the dnd hell um which actually i'm playing through the tabletop campaign descent into Avernus right now which is the prequel to Baldur's gate 3 which is kind of neat that like, i have a tabletop game that leads me into a video game mm -hmm. but um yeah in a tweet from uh but in a tweet from uh lar the game's uh lead developer um, at Larian Studios, um, he said good news and bad news. BG3 won't hit August, 8, won't hit August, but it's just around the corner. We'll be announcing the release date as well as a big news on the panel from Hell alongside Jeff Keighley, which if you follow anything in video games, you know who Jeff Keighley is. He's one of the more pronounced uh, personalities. Um, used to work for Game Informer, and now he just kind of has his own things with stuff, but he'll be there with the Larian studios crew on august 18th for a whole bunch more news on it so we're pro we're gonna get up a hard release date i'm sure as well as a whole bunch of other news relating to Baldur's Gate 3 um maybe i'll get a tabletop book version of the game because that'd be really fun yeah but yeah so just the beta kind of disappearing like divinity original sin 2 had a beta for it um kind of it's kind of weird just seeing if the game systems work, but they're probably at a place where they really like it, so they're not going to bother with it. Yeah. So Microsoft removes mentions of Xbox Live from its service agreement. Yeah, so I think I covered something similar uh, to this um, when there were different advertising things going around where they were losing, where they removed Xbox Live Gold completely. Mm -hmm. And what it looks like they're doing is they're just having Games Pass and Games and Ultimate Games Pass. So this is going to work on your console or Ultimate Games Pass console and PC. That's what they're calling the gold now. Okay. Um, so that's what your account will have. You'll have Games Pass or Ultimate Games Pass. So their advertising completely removes it. Um, on consoles as well, as well as on PC. Um, all their 
their social media accounts have it removed and have their new graphic updated with it as well. So that just seems how they're going to be running with it from now on. They're really putting a focus on having that combined catalog on PC and console. Okay. Oh, and kind of tagging along with that, um, Microsoft is launching their uh, their mobile platform. So using your, if you have Ultimate Game Pass, uh, you'll be able to use their cloud services to play their catalog on your phone. Nice. That's um, pretty so cool. It'll stream it. It'll stream it. Um, you'll probably want some sort of weird controller peripheral, but they do make them. Yeah, it's almost so. to the point where I, I'm thinking it might be worth getting even without an Xbox. Uh, if you have a PC, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I know you have a PC. You're on one right now. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, damn, are... I'm actually thinking that I might. What's up, Jeff? I was going to say, it sounds like they're trying to compete with Stadia, correct? In that sense? Mm. Um, kind of. Stadia is a streaming only where this is just streaming to your phone. No, no, right. And I'm just talking about, like, specifically for that. Because, for example, like, Steam has Steam Link, but it's really just, uh, you know, if your computer's on, you can play on your like your phone or your iPad, depending. And it's basically just you're just using it as a controller. Uh, whereas Stadia, you can stream to pretty much anything that has a screen on it, <clears throat> as long as you're connected. Uh, and then Microsoft is just doing the phone, but uh, that's kind of where I saw all that going. Yeah, so it does seem that there's a a side. Stadia set aside, there is a push towards returning game streaming as a thing, um, but it's not being the sole focus anymore because that was a big thing with the Xbox One at launch was supposed to be completely streaming and people got mad because you couldn't mm -hmm. play your games offline and stuff. And mm -hmm. they quickly turned that around and lost a lot of uh, faith with their their fans and whatnot and consumers. So um, having it as an additional service, if that's the case with this, um, that's a fantastic option to have. Um, Stadia is its own thing. Um, kind of, it's kind of a fringe product, I honestly think, because it only does one and not both. Where you really want both. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you have some weird uh, controller peripheral for your phone, you're going to be able to start playing your uh, Ultimate Games Pass games on your phone, stream through the Microsoft, uh, stream through the Xbox app on it. Nice, that's pretty neat. Let's see, I think the last thing on here is Mortal Shell arriving on August 18th. No BlizzCon from you? Um, no, I, I, I was going to mention that. Um, there's, I was looking at there's just not too much to mention about it. Um, and it was something I just wanted to mention. I don't have a lot of interest in it, but um, they have announced, yeah, the BlizzCon is going to be moved to 2021. Um, but yeah, I just didn't have... We we're, were getting a long length on here, and I didn't have too much to say on it, so... Yeah, it's kind of sad because I don't get to see any Shadowlands stuff before the WoW expansion drops. Uh, there's no, we'll see some Diablo four news next year with it, I'm sure. But yeah, and I, they'll probably drop Diablo a little bit of news stuff. on the way. But yeah, yeah. but and I think it was kind of expected though. Yeah. So we talked about it a little bit a couple podcasts ago. So, but yeah, it is officially um, delayed till next year. See, so, um, but Mortal Shell will be arriving in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and so Mortal Shell is a Souls-like game made in the Unreal Engine that is currently on the Epic Store for everyone to try the beta for free. Um, 
it is really really neat it has its own twist outside of the normal souls gameplay which is really nice but um i honestly think the combat and it feels a lot better the game looks looks amazing um the game feels amazing when you're playing it everything about it is fantastic the art style uh, the character models the just kind of overall tone of the game is fantastic um and august 18th that's the first time we've actually were given a release date and that release date is very close yep awesome honestly why i installed the epic game store um again is just so i could play that beta nice let's see so what ha- what else have you been playing lately sasquatch um well i've been playing destiny 2 again getting ready for their next expansion to drop because it's a gear grind like <laughs> MMOs. It's just a looter shooter. Yeah. Um, I've been playing the early access form of Monster Crown, which is another battle monster game, um, except it's a lot more adult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make packs with monsters, you train them. Um, it has a thousand monsters in it already, and it's just oh, the wow. first part of the game. Um, it has a heavy emphasis on breeding your monsters and whatnot. So um, it does seem to be it is it is actually really, really easy. Um, I do think it could could de- it could definitely take like a difficulty tuning, mm-hmm. but um, it is an early access. And Fantasy Star Online, too. There's the new content that drops. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what I'll be playing heavily for the next week or so. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm pretty much stuck to the same thing. Call of Duty, trying to get camos. Uh, <laughs> Witcher 3 here and there. Mm. Um, which is kind of sad because I've downloaded so many games on uh, Game Pass and and <laughs> bought a few on uh, the Steam Summer Sale and I've, I don't think I've touched any of that shit. And you're still uh, playing a five-year-old game. Yeah, and I hey. It's the great fucking five, five-year-old game, that's for sure. You uh, haven't beaten it yet, right? No, I'm still in Velen, dude. Jeez. I am decking every nook and cranny, dude. I am not. Yeah, I'm, hmm. I'm going to fucking play the entire game. I did. <laughs> You're going to play it? <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, shit, man. 15 bucks? Um, I did buy Horizon Zero Dawn today and preloaded it. Can't wait till Friday. Is it Friday? Friday, yes. Friday is going to be playable. Uh, and for mobile, I downloaded a Soda Dungeon 2. It's quirky, sarcastic. Ugh, mobile. It's hmm. really simple. It's you know a sprite game. It, it you, you play it like old classic SNES Final Fantasy type mm-hmm. game, you know, huh. turn-based and whatnot. It's pretty fun. You know, it's free and obviously they have their pay-to-win models and whatnot, but it it's the nostalgia because everything yeah. is like uh, Super Nintendo graphics and whatnot. God, my That's mobile game collection is all just a bunch of anime chicks on the icons. <laughs> no kink shaming here. Well, the only ones I've been playing, I've been doing a lot of RuneScape and Final Fantasy fourteen still. RuneScape, I've been kind of prepping for the double XP week. They they call it double XP live. <clears throat> coming up now that starts tomorrow and then final fantasy 14 i made a decision um at the wrong time i so normally i walk through going black mage um through the whole thing through the storyline and everything um i decided 
Like, I love Black Mage, but I, I just really have started preferring Red Mage, especially after some of the updates they pushed with Shadowbringers. And Red Mage is just better to go through solo content with since you can I could heal myself and all that good stuff. So, um, But long story short, I already got a pretty good chunk in with my Black Mage, so now I've been trying to catch up my Red Mage to be... I need to get to level 74 so I can continue in my story stuff. So I've been just grinding my Red Mage on Final Fantasy and... Um, uh, grinding out some archaeology and stashing stuff for double XP on RuneScape. Man, you gotta go with Gunbreaker. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, really? I haven't touched. Um, I haven't really touched any of the DLC or any of the uh, newest expansion uh, classes oh. yet. I haven't done. Yeah, I, I, I'm way, way behind on Final Fantasy 14 stuff, but it, it's fine. I've got a lot of stuff to catch up on, and I'm having fun catching up on it. So. It is a, I, I guess I also did start playing ESO again, and that game just has content bloat, and it's fucking awful. Like, hmm. I paid for a month of premium, so I'm going to use it, but I think once that month is up, I'm going to not repurchase it, just because there's so much stuff in it. It's just honestly kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess that will do it for us for episode 12. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you um, check out our special If Anything Exciting Happens on the State of Play. Check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash darkfeathergamingnews. We'll make sure to post things there right at the minute as they're happening for that State of Play so you'll know what's going on. Uh, thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful night. Good night. Uh, matinee.